Good morning. May God be above you to bless you, below you to support you, before you to guide you, and behind you to protect you, beside you to comfort you, and inside you to give you strength and joy. Amen. Good morning, listeners. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm reminding you to keep praying. Never give up on your prayer, no matter how bad things are. Don't say you've reached your give up point. Keep praying. Don't quit. Miracles happen every day. Never stop believing God can change things very quickly in your life. Amen. And here's a little quote. It says, I'm learning that even if I react, it won't change anything. It won't make people suddenly love and respect me. It won't magically change their minds. Sometimes it's better to just let things be. Let people go. Don't fight for closure. Don't ask for explanations. Don't chase answers and don't expect people to understand where you're coming from. I'm slowly learning that life is a better life lived when you don't center it on what's happening around you and you center it on what's happening inside you instead. Work on yourself and your inner peace and you'll come to realize that not reacting to every little thing that bothers you is the first ingredient to living a happy and healthy life. Amen. In Touch Magazine says, live intentionally. We all wanna live life to the fullest But to do that, we must have goals to aim for. And few of us actually take the time to consider where we're actually going. How tragic it would be to finish our life and find out we were on a course other than God's, fighting the wrong fight and struggling to keep the faith. The Apostle Paul is a good role model for living life to the fullest. His goals were to know Christ, abide in his power, fellowship in his suffering, and preach the gospel often. Paul aligned his aspirations with the Lord's, diligently worked to fulfill his calling, and he persevered through suffering. He could face the end of his life with confidence since he had fought the good fight finished the course, and, of course, kept the faith. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you've been getting. Don't settle for mediocrity of an unplanned life. Listeners, set aside some time this week to get alone with the Lord. Do it today if you can and ask for his help in setting goals that will take you where he wants you to go. Consider every area of your life, your personal life, 
your relational life, your financial life, your vocational life, and make spiritual goals your primary emphasis. Let God help you change direction so that you can pursue things that align with his will. And then start living intentionally. I love it. Did you know that Jesus is the best friend that you will ever have? Many of us know the familiar hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. We all consider our Savior a great friend, but none of us have an exhaustive knowledge of the heights, the depths, and the breadth of his amazing friendship. Let's consider a few of the elements of Jesus' loving relationship with us. He has committed himself to you as a friend for life. This commitment lasts more than an earthly lifetime. It's eternal. He will never leave you no matter what you do. You may suffer some dashed expectations in your lifetime, but the Lord himself will never disappoint you. Second, he remains open to you at all times. Jesus will show you as much about himself as you desire to learn and are able to appreciate. He will never keep you from anything but himself that you need to know. Sorry, he will never keep you from anything about himself that you need to know. And number three, he renews his loving overtures to you every day. He knows how to meet your deepest longings and he remains sensitive to your wants as well as your needs. Jesus is an inspiring, comforting listener who hears exactly what you say and always provides the very best for you. What kind of friend is Jesus? Well, he's no greater love than this. Is he? He laid down his life for you, his friend. Jesus is the kind of friend who willingly laid down his life as payment for your sins, past, present, and future without complaint. He bore all your sorrows and suffering while pledging never to leave you nor forsake you. So Jesus is the friend who sticks closer than a brother, the friend who walks by your side through everything. And because Jesus gave himself for all people, we, his followers, should give ourselves completely to him. We are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Who in your circle of influence needs to be reconciled to God? Help them. And who do you know that needs to find the friendship in Jesus? Show them. Tell them how. 
introduce them to this podcast. We'll bring them along with us. Our intimacy with God is highest priority for our lives. It determines the impact of our lives. God blesses us so that we might bless others. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back. So good morning again, listeners. Let every day be a chance, a chance to be a better person, a chance to enjoy life to its fullest, a chance to correct mistakes, a chance to forgive and ask for forgiveness, a chance to love and to be loved. Don't miss the chance you received from God this morning when you woke up. Amen. Follow your dreams. If while pursuing distant dreams, your bright hopes turn to gray, don't wait for reassuring words or hands to lead the way. For seldom will you find a soul with dreams the same as yours. Not often will another help you pass through untried doors. If inner forces urge you to take a course unknown, be ready to go all the way, yes, all the way alone. That's not to say you shouldn't draw lessons from the best. Just don't depend on lauding words to spur you on your quest. Find confidence within your heart and let God be your guide. Strive ever harder toward your dreams and no way they'll be denied. Amen. And God's promises for your life. Hebrews 12, verse 28. And John 14, verse 21. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him. Jesus purposely pursued quiet time with his Father, a sacred space worthy of sacrifice, where the urgent bow bows to the eternal, a gift, not a waste of time for God. Carving out moments to be alone with God is an exercise in stillness where we elevate creator above creation, being above doing, where we listen to the one who is always listening to us. Resting in God's presence, our soul enjoys a banquet from God's word. Our minds forge an alliance with truth and dreams are born. Amen. In God's way, day by day, 
2 Corinthians 12.10 When I am weak, then I am strong. Paul knew that in every area where he was weak, Christ would be more than make up for his weakness. And the rest would be far more strength than he could ever have apart from Christ. The same is true for you and me, listeners. When we rely on Jesus Christ to be our sufficiency, he steps in and makes us more than anything we could ever be in our own strength, in our own intellect, or of our own ability. If we are willing to trust him and rely upon him, he will take what we offer, doing our best and giving our best, and enhance it with his own presence, his power, his wisdom, and his creative spirit. He will produce more than would otherwise be physically, naturally, or materially possible. Amen. And commanding your morning, a daily devotional, please pray with me. Father, may I be known by you for my integrity, what I do in my secret place of prayer when no one is looking but you. My priority is not to be seen as righteous by men, but to be seen as righteous by you, Lord. Create in me a clean heart so that I can be trusted with your strategic plans. I long to partner with you in advancing your kingdom in the earth. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Wow. It doesn't matter how good you look to people at work. It doesn't matter what your reputation in your community is or if you have a small fortune in the bank. It doesn't matter if you show up at every prayer meeting and spend every hour of your church's 24-hour prayer vigil on your face before God weeping. The only way, listeners, to have true integrity is if you have integrity in your personal prayer closet before God. It isn't about being seen by others. It isn't about what others think. It's about what God thinks and how much he trusts you and what he is doing on this earth. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. When you pray, you shall not be like hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Amen. Oh, I love to pray. Nothing makes me feel better each morning than to pray with you. And that's why I'm so glad you came to pray with me. 
We are getting these blessings started. Yes, we are. And now our prayers from the wilderness. This is a meditation of praise for answered prayer. How about that? Father, sometimes I pray and I wonder if you will answer my prayer request and then you respond. Hallelujah. I do not always acquire what I desired, but getting a reply assures me you are listening. So I praise you for answered prayer. I praise you for teaching me to seek the eternal treasures that are connected to you and not allow me to become consumed with earthly desires which will deteriorate and will reinforce a love for temporary pleasures. I praise you for being a true father and exercising your sovereign power over my life. My wisdom is limited, yours is unlimited. My requests can sometimes be emotional and short-sighted. Your answers encompass the spiritual plan for my life. My mind may only consider one view of the problem, which is mine, but your thoughts consider everyone and all the circumstances that may be affected. Father, I praise you for answering prayers for others and teaching me to pray for their needs as well. It is part of my growth and development in you. I learned compassion and care because of the lessons that you write in my spirit. Father, I praise you for blessing me with small requests for enjoyment. I praise you for blessing me with small requests. I praise you for blessing me with enjoyment with my friends, laughter, holiday gatherings. I praise you for blessing my friends and family with answered prayers for them. Their joy in you fuels my faith. And during dry spells, when I grow weary, their delight is what keeps me seeking you. Father, I praise you for your timing. You come through and everything falls into place in ways that are beyond my imagination. You are teaching me the importance of giving you praise just because you are my father, my savior, and comforter. Through my praise and thanksgiving to you, my prayers receive answers. I experience the comfort and reassurance of knowing your word is true. And you really do want me to make all my requests known to you. So thank you for being the answer to all my prayers. And thank you, Avis Marcus, for writing this prayer. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Psalm 66, but certainly God has heard me. 
He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not turned away my prayer nor his mercy from me. Amen. Awesome. Stay right there. Be right back after this quick break. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Gaze up to heaven and pray with me. Lord, I believe you. You will one day show me the limitless kindness of Jesus Christ through endless ages. But you also shower those riches on me today. I am rich in your unmerited favor and mercy. I am blessed by your counsel, provision, forgiveness, and sweet companionship. Your generosity awes and humbles me. Amen. Lord Jesus, I have seen this so often in my life, how you begin to replace my wants and desires with your own. It isn't always easy to let go of my longings, as you know so very well. But what you leave in their place is so much better. You replace cheap, sparkly trinkets with pure gold. Amen. Dear Father, help me to keep this in mind today. When the tasks seem long or tedious, when the demands begin to wear me down and I just want to be home, Remind me that I am serving the Lord Christ, the coming King, not a job and not even a ministry. Amen. Alleluia. God is good. God's purpose for your life. Here we go. I love it, I love it, I love it. All of these materials just support us, guys. We're getting all the knowledge and wisdom and prayers and love and care that we need. Exodus chapter 31, verse 3. I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all kinds of craftsmanship. Listeners, we experience joy, fulfillment, inspiration of doing what the Lord creates us to do. Often we discover the purposes for which God formed us, and we know it because it fits in a manner nothing else can. There is a freedom and pleasure in your work because of how the Holy Spirit flows through you to accomplish it. This was certainly the case of Bezalel, the man God enabled to build the old temple tabernacle. The Lord gave him the artistic ability to follow and carry out all of his instructions, including understanding how to work with the special wood, 
the metals, the fabrics, and the precious stones of the sanctuary. Listeners, God has created you with special giftings as well. And I pray you've had the joy of walking in what you were created to do. But if you've not yet discovered what it is, pay attention to what you do that feels like you're worshiping God because that will tell you exactly what it is. Then trust the Holy Spirit to empower you because he'll fulfill his mission through you in ways that will fill your heart. This is worth a repeat. If you have not yet discovered what your special giftings are, pay attention to what you do that feels like you're worshiping God because that will tell you exactly what it is. Then we trust the Holy Spirit to empower us because he will fulfill his mission through us in ways that will fill our hearts. Jesus, thank you for the unique purposes that you have created for me. Lead me in expressing and glorifying you through my gifts. God is better than good. Better, better, better than good. Let's end this podcast today with a little strength for each day. It says, stir up your faith. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. The early Christians lived under constant threat of persecution and death due to their commitment to follow Jesus. They lived in times of intense fear and often needed to be encouraged to keep the faith and not give up. Timothy was facing a time like this in his walk with God when Paul told him to stir up his faith and fan the flame that once burned brightly in him. If we keep our faith strong through use, we will be strong when trials and temptations come our way. Don't wait until you have trouble to get strong, but instead stay strong in the Lord at all times. Enjoy regular fellowship with him, study his word, and spend time with other Christians who can build you up in faith instead of spending time with unbelievers who invariably tear you down through their lack of faith. If faith was once burning fire in you, but it's now become a mere ember, don't delay in stirring yourself up. Remind Jesus of what? Remind Jesus. 
Remind yourself of what Jesus has done for you and of the opportunities that he has given you to serve him. Remember what a privilege prayer is and talk with God about anything that concerns you. Ask for what you need and want and expect him to do great things for and through you. Amen. Bye for now. Thank you for your contributions, Pam. The sayings are really precious. Bye for now.